Hey everybody, welcome to Spiritual Side Note this week. I hope you are all doing really well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is Shay and Haley. We're uh, sitting in our living room drinking some sparkling water, Kirkland sparkling water to be specific. And this week we are going to be talking about food, fireflies, and family time. Though I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, honestly, I just thought it would be a really fun time just to chat about some fun topics, some th- different things that we really enjoy and have fun with. Um, and I'm sure it'll lead to intentional conversation. Um, well, not lead to. This is an intentional conversation. I'm sure it'll lead to some sub- some conversation with substance. But um, honestly, I just thought it'd be fun to have a fun conversation around some different things in our lives that have just brought us a lot of joy, even happiness, excitement, laughter. So tell us about food. No, that okay. is so broad. That's, yeah, that's a silly question. <laughs> no, uh, honestly, I was as I was thinking about this, I was just like thinking of like, man, like summers growing up um, as, a, as a kid for me in California, like playing street hockey, um, but I, I literally thought of fireflies. Haley grew up in Kansas, for those of you who haven't heard that or don't remember that. Um, and, like, fireflies are huge in Kansas. They're, like, a, a big thing. Um, and then I we got to... I don't know that they are. You mean, like, they're a big thing to people or there's a lot of them? Like, that people really enjoy fireflies. Is that not true? I mean, I grew up in Kansas and I don't remember, like, this being a topic. Oh. topic of conversation when okay. I went places. Well, as a kid who was born I in Kansas and who moved to California, I remember <laughs> being confused why we didn't have fireflies. And so we talked about them regularly. Uh, um, so maybe I just made this grandiose <laughs> thing about fireflies. Everyone in Kansas loves fireflies. Yeah, it's like a thing. They're so cool. Um, they are so cool. And we got to introduce Athelia to fireflies last summer because mm-hmm. she was always so young. She was never out late enough to see them in the summers because in Michigan, like, the sun's out until, like, 10 p.m. or something. And there was one random night. I can't remember why she was still awake. I think she was actually upset, like, throwing a fit or something. Oh, really? Like, had woken up or couldn't go to sleep. Mm. And I took her outside to calm down. Oh, I do remember that, yeah. And she settled down, but she got to see fireflies. Mm -hmm. And that was really cool and special. Can you just, like, I don't know, share that story or childhood story of fireflies or something? I don't know. (laughs) Sure. Um, so I don't know if fireflies were a really big deal to other people oh, in Kansas. I'm like legitimately so disappointed right now. I'm so like, sorry. No, don't apologize. Here's your it's just like, yeah, no joke. That's kind of, I'm like, I thought literally summers in Kansas was like ice cream cones, watermelon, and fireflies. Like, wow. No, I think we just treated you right when you came to visit. Oh, maybe that's what it was. I got I mean, the, I got the, Kansas special. I don't remember. Okay, no, I do remember getting ice cream with my friends, but we more went and did snow cones in the summertime okay. at Tad's. Oh, that's I came right. back from my memory real quick. Yes. Good job, Haley. I do remember you did Tad's, share Tad's yeah. with me. You we did you. Tad's quite a bit. And, I mean, once I was in high school, like, I don't really remember me and my friends, like, going outside to catch fireflies, like, kind of thing. Yeah. But growing up, like, we spent time outside in the summertime all the time and i remember fireflies feeling like a big deal to me like i loved them i love being outside i still love being outside i love fireflies like there's something just mystical about them to Mm -hmm. me like you never know where they're gonna show up but they're like calming and and i love the sound of crickets and cicadas and Mm. oh my goodness Mm. it's so beautiful um take my back Take me back to those summer days. When your wind, like you could fall asleep when your window was open, letting a little breeze in, and it would like make the your blinds would make the like little knock sound against. Mm. Oh, yeah, I love it. Um, so with Athalia, we took a jar outside. I wish I could remember why she was upset, but we sat on our back porch, and I was just like, look at the fireflies. She calmed down. I was like, do you want to try to catch one? And they are, they're pretty hard to catch when you're trying to carry around a two-year-old. <laughs> and 
it was like getting dark enough you couldn't actually like see where they were like floating until mm-hmm. they lit up right so i was like trying to get down on their level and I think we probably caught like three or four of them and took them upstairs because I think she was sleeping in our room. I think your parents were Because my parents were, yeah, they were. I I don't know. Was that when your whole family was here except Gabby? When Lord and Chris and the girls came out after Hagen was born, maybe? I can't remember. Um, Anyway, we took the jar upstairs to kind of be like her nightlight. And I remember opening the blinds upstairs so she could look out and keep looking at the fireflies. Um, and then I think there was one other night we tried to catch more cause I, mm-hmm. I did release them cause I wasn't ready to talk her through the death of the bugs yet. <laughs> um, and I, I don't think I never, I ever caught another one. Like it was that hard for me. Mm. It's a lot easier to catch fireflies when you're little and super fast. And I just <laughs> am not that agile anymore, I guess. Old and frail. Yeah. But there's something so just beautiful and mystical about catching those things and putting them in a jar and watching them light up and um yeah that's a really special memory i love fireflies Mm. and i love that it means it's summertime and i mean we lived in california for a couple years after we were married and um it's not a dream like sitting here thinking back through memories like while we lived there like during that time i don't remember being like oh i wish we had fireflies Mm. but i I almost like can't remember not having yeah. them, so it would be weird. Almost like not having thunderstorms like that. Yeah. That was weird living there, like not having lightning and thunder. Like I, I love those aspects of summertime and yeah, fireflies. So like what I meant to say when we started the podcast was yeah. that. Um, Have you been sitting there the whole time thinking about how you're going to say this right now? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, <laughs> moving right along. So, uh, fireflies are a big deal. Yeah, I just for some reason remembered en- enjoying them, like thinking that they were, like you said, mystical. They're really, really mm-hmm. cool. But, um, so what, what, like, childhood foods were you into? Oh, man. I loved corn dogs. <laughs> See, I was going to say pizza rolls. Basically, the uh, same thing, just. Kind of. You know, like same concept. Of. You get them frozen but in a bag. But I didn't love like super saucy things. So that's oh. probably why I went for, you know, the salad. Yeah, the old corn dog. dog. <laughs> corn Did dogs, hot dogs. Did <laughs> Did you dip your corn dogs or hot dogs in ketchup and mustard? Ketchup um, or mustard? I know I did ketchup for sure. I, there was a period of time, if I'm not mistaken, where I didn't like mustard as a kid. But I, I couldn't tell you exactly when that was. Um, but you know, once I matured my taste buds, it was definitely ketchup and mustard. Thank mm-hmm. you, Sonic. Um, <laughs> You're thinking Sonic for maturing your taste buds? No, for offering corn dogs. Oh, because that was another summer thing that we did. Me and mm. my friends would go to our Sonic and play volleyball, which I was horrible at, but it was so much fun. Cherry limeades, baby. Cherry limeades. Or I did a lemonberry cream slush. <laughs> Did you just try to say that like you ordered no, it in high school? I didn't mean to, but it came out that way. So Lemonberry then I cream slush? <laughs> and cheese curds. <sighs> or cheese something. Liz used to get them all the time. Anyways, um, Liz and I spent a lot of time at Sonic. Hey, Liz, Brownback. We spent so much time at Sonic. I don't know if you remember that. Um, so anyway, I also loved hamburgers. Mm. Like my choice birthday meal would be grilling out hamburgers, my mom's um, baked beans, watermelon. Oh, I feel like there, and maybe it was like homemade French fries. I feel like there was another thing I like wanted. Clearly that staple didn't stick enough for me <laughs> to like want it, want it. But I loved when my dad would grill. Like mm. when he would grill, we would just play outside and oh, the smell of the grill, that still gets me. Like, I love grilling. And, like, we have a pool, so we'll grill and just swim. Like, oh, I love it. But the hamburger or hot dog thing. And then once a month we would always have, uh, like, this was all year, we would have dinner at my grandparents. Um, And so, like, even those random – I love the summer memory parts of those, too, because we us kids would play outside or play – football with my uncles which I also wasn't very good at but it was super fun um 
And one of my aunts would always bring like this big bowl of fruit. Hmm. And like I would have apples or random like fruits at home, but never like a fruit salad. Um, I shouldn't say never. It just wasn't often. So I loved that part Hmm. too. And there was just like a fruit salad. I loved fruit as a kid. Um, And then just like, I don't know. My grandparents had this island that they would sell the food on and everyone would go through with their like, you know, plastic red plates and never have I ever graduated from the kid table. So I'm still at the kid table when I go to my grandparents' house. So uh, for a while that table was upstairs and then it was moved downstairs as the cousins grew. The little cousins got to stay upstairs. So the big ones would go downstairs and they had a pool table. So we had, you know, like kind of try to play pool or whatever. So I feel like there's lots of fun memories tied to like these Hmm. like summer foods or even just like staple food items. Um, the grandma's scotcheroos. So yeah, those are probably, yeah, those are my favorites. Hmm. When I was in high school, I also loved like a diet Coke and salsa and chips Hmm. And that was specifically when I would come home from school, so that wasn't really a summery thing. Hmm. But I feel like I tilted more towards soda in the summer. There's something about, like, that cold, like, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant noise, babe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know that I ever really, like, craved that. Like, I did a hamburger and watermelon and my mom's baked beans. Why do you think some of these memories just, like, stick differently? Like the, I don't it, know. I would like my first guess is it's tied to an emotional connection in the moment that yeah. like that like in that moment you're you're feeling or sensing something that then your brain captures like the smells the sights the colors mm-hmm. the the tastes of that the summer foods or whatever but it's just it's interesting to like try to actually um, process your own processing <laughs> in a mm. sense of like why. Why did I really hold on to that? Mm. You know, obviously family time makes sense. Like, okay, you're spending, having fun laughing with your sisters or um, just spending quality time with cousins, things like that. Like, that makes sense why that sticks out because relationships are so important. But there's certain moments of memories where I'm like, why? Like, why is that still a Mm. memory? Like, of all the things that I have to keep in my brain, how does that one keep like Mm. what about that moment was special enough that in that moment my brain said this is worth remembering so Mm. just kind of interesting to wonder about I feel like it it confuses me if I think about it too long (laughs) yeah just like let it be you know yeah anyways well it's interesting I feel like in moments like this I'm actually my memories like pop up faster I don't know if it's because I'm tired or Mm. if like right before this, Shane, I were just talking about a bunch of stuff. So if it was just that I laid that all down and now there's like more space in my mm. head and heart to access those places. But like things about Sonic I haven't thought about in years. Just yeah. like even as you were talking, like other memories popped up of like playing on this play structure with certain friends I haven't talked to in years. And like when we were in high school kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But and there were batting cages, like things you just don't think about. Yeah. And all of a sudden they just start clicking like, oh, yeah. And then this connects to that because I remember doing that with these people. And, oh, and these people. And I did this. It's like uh, it, it bunny trails or like lily pad hops into all these different places. But I don't know why I remember them. Mm-hmm. Except that a lot of my memories are tied with other people. And I love yeah. people. I love my family. I loved my – I do still love my extended family. But I loved having a big family and spending lots of time with them. Um, I loved being with my friends because like I have memories of being alone too, but most of my memories are with other people. Yeah. It's just really important. Which is really beautiful. It's a really Mm -hmm. cool thing, I think, to have most of your memories be with in community with other people. And I know there's hard ones in there too. Like just as we've lived life, but they're, there are so many more fun ones or good ones or yeah. Hmm. Is there like, uh, as you're just like describing some of the things that you did, is there like a quintessential Pearson girls memory? Like, do you have a memory of like the four of you swimming and laughing and playing chicken Mm. or running in the yard and, 
playing mm-hmm. a game. I don't know. Is her is her um, one that jumps yeah, out? Yeah, there's a couple. We would very regularly, regularly. That's a hard word to say <laughs> when you're tired. Only at ten thirty at night when you're exhausted. on a regular basis. A regular basis. <laughs> on the regs. <laughs> For the huge, we would play softball together as a family. Hmm. Um, so we would run around the yard doing that. And before there was a house next to us, there was a big field. There was actually lots of fields around us. I was reminded of that when we were looking through pictures after my grandpa, my mop, passed away. Um, and there was a big field right next to us where we would play softball in. And then when a house was built, we would play it. In our yard, and then we had a fence, and, and then we hit the ball over the fence, you know, because we didn't have, like, a yard meant well, to play softball in. You were so strong. I was, just, I was so strong. You are just ripping through No, the ball. if I'm honest, it was probably Faith who was hitting them over. <laughs> um, so we would do that quite a bit. But there, once we got the pool, I feel like Faith probably was at the age where she didn't, like, come out and, like, hang out and swim that much. Like, that was probably the point where she had a job and mm. whatnot. Um, so I do have memories of us swimming, but really like the four of us, when we were little, we would put up the sprinkler and mm. we would play for hours outside in the sprinkler with water. Um, imagination games <laughs> where like the sprinkler would be like jail bars and uh. you'd have to like bite through. <laughs> <laughs> Break out of jail. Yeah. And we were each an animal. Like, we had the power to change into an animal. And so, like, I was a ladybug, so I could get real small and get between the thing and then, like, the bars, you know? Um, So we all had our little, like, thing that we would play for, I mean, just hours on end when Mm. you combined all the time. So I'd say those two really stick out and going to softball games because faith and i were on a softball team together and morgan and i think tess played as well so we spent just hours and days at the softball field growing up like for practice and games and Mm -hmm. i love i love going to baseball games at night when the those lights turn on on the field like there's just like a smell and a sound of like a ball hitting a bat it's just like Sing. I don't know. I love it. Hmm. I was not good at it at all, but I really love, like, I love those sights and sounds and people cheering and the, you can hear the players in the dugout, like, yeah. Hmm. So I feel like that kind of automatically, like, is me and my sisters as well, even though there was never a time all four of us were on the same team, but, like, I can see my little sisters watching Faith and I play, like, through the fence, like, hmm. That's that kind cool. of thing. So, you you yeah. talked about imagination. Do mm-hmm. you do you think we lose parts of our imagination as we get older because we have so many like quote unquote adulting like real life tangible things to to keep in front of us or that stay on our mind a lot of the time, or do you think it's just we don't let ourselves really go there because that's a childish thing? Like it's almost mm-hmm. socially unacceptable to be so imaginative or do you actually think we like lose that ability um i don't know that i would go to the extreme of either one i think maybe we quote lose the ability because we don't practice it Mm. like i think we also have the ability to imagine but much like um i don't want to say riding a bike because i feel like that can come back pretty easily maybe something more like language what speaking another language Maybe like, like I can, yeah, it, like, like you might. So for me, French, like I might remember some phrases and words, but not near what I used to. But as soon as I start doing it, I pick it up faster than if I had never done it before. Now, granted, I have friends who are still super creative and imaginative. So it's probably also just connected to certain parts of our brain that we use in certain da- daily tasks and or job descriptions like if you're a musical artist, maybe that taps into the imagination part of your brain or an actual artist artist where you're able to do that. But I have found it to be really difficult to imagine. Like with Athelia, she'd be like, what's your name? And she like wants me to come up with one. And my brain's like, oh, Haley. I've never heard a name before. 
<laughs> what is a name? Um, and I feel like you'd be like, I'm been done gone by Like, <laughs> and she can repeat it. Like, she's made up a name that makes zero sense, and she can repeat it, and she will remember it, like, months later. Like, there is an ability, I think, that can be lost. I think it can be relearned. Mm. But I think it's because we operate in a real world of anxiety and panic and stress and dreams but not imagination dreams but like the dream i'm chasing after like Mm. we just let the weight of the world take away the innocence and the purity of what that means to like just creatively play and celebrate and enjoy life um now granted if athelia continues down the imagination station she's in we could be you if you lived in an imagination world right like that could actually be harmful but i think what's maybe somewhat shocking is a lot of us live in a false reality but Mm. it looks enough like the world around us that we don't know that we're living in a false reality Mm. and in some way you're kind of using your imagination but you really believe whatever it is you you're thinking so you don't know that it's not real yeah when like when you hear athelia go and yeah i got poison ivy when i was whittle no you didn't yes i did Babe, I've literally been around since the day you were born. You've never had poison ivy. Are you imagining right now? No, I had it. And then I had to put frozen peas on my knees. And like, (laughs) she's like legit making something up and believes that it's true. But I know how false it is because her language doesn't make sense. Right. Or like, because I was there versus the daily things we live in that are not real. Mm. And we don't even know that they're not real. Um, but yeah, I think I think imagination is actually very sadly lost, mm. easily lost, easily replaced something that's taken over by the stressors and the pressures of life that I've really been pressing into with having littles. That like I want I want my imagination to open back up. And yeah. Well, that's something I was just thinking as you were talking. It's like I don't want to stifle their imagination because I have all this logic and all this life and all this reality to deal with that. Um, and when I say deal with like the good and the bad or the, the hard and the fun or whatever, mm-hmm. but like, um, no, but there's real tangible things. Like why would we waste time with imagination when there is so many even good, fun, tangible things like, um, but that there's just something so beautiful in it. And like, mm-hmm. even as I'm thinking, back um i can distinctly remember like our garage on french avenue um we lived there for oh no we lived in timco court for a year french i can't remember exactly how long we lived but um i can like picture the garage um and like opening up to the driveway and onto the road and we had like four tables set up i think four or five and on each table we had this cardboard computers so we had like cut out cardboard and like made keyboards and like a fake screen obviously because it's cardboard and (laughs) um and like had propped them up either Mm -hmm. taped them together or whatever and and we were um police officers and detectives and so like we were like working on our computers (laughs) and then we would like jump on our bikes and ride down the road to answer a call and to go investigate or go can't arrest somebody i don't know but like i just like think about that i'm like i just don't even know if i could do that now <laughs> like <laughs> literally almost have like the ability and it's but part of me is almost like i want to force myself to like for the mm-hmm. sake of like athelian hagen and, and um i don't know it's just like it's almost unsettling maybe to like mm-hmm. reflect on that like man what you did as a kid and obviously there's good things to mature and grow up in but there's so much of like you said that child childhood innocence maybe is how you put it was um it's just so beautiful and fun mm-hmm. and sweet but, uh, yeah yeah that makes me want to practice it on purpose yeah i've actually realized that sometimes the imagination is uh exhausting Mostly because mm-hmm. Ophelia's like, get up and go do this. I do not want to stand up right now. Like, I'm tired. And, like, forcing myself to, like, be involved in it and, like, do it with joy. Do you ever tell her, I'm imagining I'm, it's nighttime and I need to Oh, go I've to hardcore sleep. done that. <laughs> At least something similar where I'm like, baby, I literally, I can't keep my eyes open. <laughs> I'm going to nap right here. You can pretend your baby's my baby and that will also nap next to me. <laughs> 
Oh, but even the way, like, Athelia will hold her, like, stuffed elephant like it's a real baby and be so gentle with <laughs> it and talk to it. Like, there's just a freedom in not having that space taken up in your brain. Yeah. But even, even as we're talking, I'm like, wait, but I am, I quote, imagine worst case scenarios. Mm, like, yeah, that's a good it point. It looks like real life, but I'm literally making up all of the things. Yeah. Like, I'm using my imagination hmm. and I'm using what I see around me. So I might not be imagining things that aren't. Um, that don't actually exist. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're imagining real people or real right. situations. Right. Not like, or, oh, there's a purple dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. And like lately, I feel you and I will like pretend that we're like randomly in a rainforest with a waterfall. And then it's like, oh, I've never thought of a rainforest animal before. So I go back to the same three like all the time. But. Like, I don't know. There's that's, that's, like, powerful to think about. What? That we use our imagination, but for worst-case scenarios. Yeah. Like, that's haunting. It's know, like, sad, isn't it? Yeah. Because we're using our brain space and power and energy. And it depletes us. It, like, does... Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't fuel mm-hmm. joy and hope and peace and... I think in the, like, just the biblical way of, like, being in constant prayer and thanksgiving and bringing our requests to God, like, that I feel like somewhere in there is a part of what God has called us into in his rest that would allow for those spaces to be opened up again where you can enjoy mm-hmm. the life he's given you. That doesn't mean that everything will be easy, but being able to, like, celebrate things and laugh like actually laugh and actually pretend with Mm. your kids and because that's really what it is right it's playing pretend and we don't like to be pretend like when we grow up and yet so many of us are pretending or we're wearing things that aren't us or putting on a lot of makeup if you're i don't know trying to disguise something or wearing a quote face you know that's not really you not just a makeup face but like a facade of yeah. someone else than you, other than you really are inside. But we don't call it playing pretend, right? Like, I'm playing house. No, and I actually have a house. It feels a lot different than playing house. There's a lot more to clean. <laughs> but there's a... Yeah, I think there's actually a lot of parallels that are making a lot of sense I've never thought about before. Mm. To being a kid, but we've made it harder. Well, and a lot of those facades come from places of hurt, right? Like yeah. you didn't feel good enough at something, so you're putting on the facade that you're like somebody else that got the mm-hmm. attention that you wanted or that um, got the accolades or whatever. And um, Yeah, so actually like unlearning those things takes mm-hmm. so much time and effort to work backwards to remove those things um, and then to be... Yeah, it just, sorry, midstream, like mid-sentence, it just hit me. Like, people pay so much money, like, to go to counseling to essentially become, like, a kid again. Because when you're a kid, like, Mm -hmm. you're free. You're Mm -hmm. just yourself. People pay so much money for counseling. And counseling's good. I've gone to counseling. Um, It's uh, it's very helpful. But, like, that we have to relearn how to be free again, Mm. essentially. Like, stop letting the weight of the world, and I'm not saying, like, stop doing it, but, like, how do we work through Mm -hmm. stop letting the weight of things or the world or situations or whatever weigh us down where we have now become less free and in bondage to something, whether that's an addiction or whether that's a facade or um, whether that's an unhealthy coping mechanism, whatever. But, Mm. um, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. why I love the the verse where Jesus said, if you don't become like one of these little children, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. On one hand, it's just like, Ooh, that's a stark saying. Um, but on the other hand, it's just like, rem- just such a beautiful reminder of, of freedom, of innocence and of total dependency on God. Mm. It's beautiful. So I was actually see. reading something on that passage today. And there was this part where whoever wrote it, it wasn't a commentary. It was just a website, and I couldn't tell you what it was. Shocker. 
For those of you who don't know, I never know the resources that I'm quoting. So, <laughs> <right>. sorry, world. <laughs> Unless it's the Bible. You often will be like, it's somewhere in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I shouldn't say never. I do sometimes know that um, things I say are from Mark Buchanan because I quoted the rest of God quite a bit throughout these episodes. Anyways, in this website, um, on this page, he was talking about how as a child, you are just in a constant state of receiving and you just expect for it to be given to you and you don't expect to earn it. Like Mm. our kids are not afraid to ask for something. Mm. They might throw a fit if I say no, but they are literally, literally saying my name all the time to ask me for something or to say, watch me or see this or isn't this awesome? Mom, can I have a snack? No, you just asked me. Can I have a snack now? Like the expectancy without the expectation. Like we replace expectancy with expectation, I think. Like expectation of ourselves and others. And instead of like expecting um, in an expectancy way that God will provide all that we need. Almost like the kids are waiting expectantly and dad can have all the problems. Is kind of what this thing was saying. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, God, whatever you want, like, I'm here. I know I can't earn it. I'll take it, and you can deal with all the problems, like, kind of thing. And they, I'm saying it in a way that makes it sound like, oh, I've got, I've got no issues. But it was more like I trust God mm. with the big issues, right? Like daddy paying the bills and making sure I have food on the table and clothing me so I can go to school. And, and I understand that parallel doesn't work for everyone because not everyone has had a good dad that's done that. But the idea being that God is a perfect father, even if our earthly parents haven't been great parents, that will provide all that we need. And we can, in the, quote, innocence, because actually this paragraph or two or three was also talking about how, like, not every kid is actually innocent. Like, some of them are very cunning and manipulative. But the idea being that there's just this innocence and purity in which you're expecting what you need to be provided for and that someone else is like going to do that. Like God will take care of it. My dad will take care of it. And I'm just here and you just are going to give it to me. (laughs) So I think that was powerful too, to think about today. Like just waiting expectantly for God's promises that he says he'll do. Like he says he'll give us wisdom so I can ask for wisdom and he says he loves me and I can trust that that's true and that he'll give me what I need, even though I feel tired, even though I feel a bit overwhelmed by what is placed in front of me right now. Like that he'll give me what I need for each of those things and tell me when to say no, when to say yes, how to love me, even when I don't feel loved, like how to let him love me when I don't feel loved by other people, like not having to earn any of it and just letting it be what it is. Um, so I think there there is the freedom in just... Um, letting the kingdom be our gift, right? Like the kingdom of God being Jesus being our treasure that we seek after. And like, I don't have to earn it. And you got it, God, just show me what you want me to do. Like, really is that simple? Not that easy. Because it's hard to do that. For sure. But it's quite simple. Mm -hmm. Simplicity of a child, right? Yeah. Well, in order to bring it all the way back around to corn dogs. Yeah. What about your childhood summer foods? Oh, no, that's not what I was going to ask. Oh. Uh, I was going to say your food desires and taste buds have evolved and changed. Quite a bit. Um, a I think, bit more snobbish I think you now. Would, I think you would still pound a good corn dog yeah. if given the opportunity. But, like um, a pronto dog? Yes. Out in Grand go. Haven? Pronto pup. Um, Pronto pup, there you go. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious, what is your favorite food? She's looking at me and around with a confused look. I don't know that I have a favorite food. Yeah, I was waiting for you to reject the question, the premise of the question, because it's really unfair. Um, what would be your favorite Dessert. Do you have a favorite dessert? Hmm. And not like sweet treat, not like piece of candy or something, but like a dessert, like something you bake or 
or make or symbol or mm. um no it also depends on the season and the holiday I love my mom's chocolate chip cookies but I also love like a really good moist cake mm. with chocolate icing chocolate like Texas, cake or vanilla cake? it depends I oh, love a okay. Texas sheet cake mm -hmm. like oh my stars <laughs> but growing up right uh, a little bit so growing up i always wanted a yellow cake with chocolate okay. icing and i just like loved that um but then like christmas time like i want like a good pumpkin pie but like cinnamon rolls i could have like all the time like a, mm. my, and not any cinnamon roll but like my mom's cinnamon roll recipe is just like so good which to be clear for everyone to know they're literally homemade from scratch like yeah not like taken out of a can baked at home homemade no like, no, no like dough rolled rice roll up the cinnamon goodness in the dough cut them so let them rise again mm -hmm. like yeah so good but I also love, specifically more in, like, summertime, like, a good apple crumble or apple crisp with, like, mm. um, vanilla ice cream. Some vanilla ice, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, 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 I see that. I see um, that. Oh, there was one more that ran through my head when you said that. It's I don't funny know. how we I have just categories love... for things like this. Yeah. Like, specifically, I feel like you and I do this. Yeah. My dad asked us a question last time we were all together. It must have been Christmas time. He's like, what, um, if you... If you could have a dream vacation, what would it be? No, we were there for Christmas, so it must have been Thanksgiving because they were up here. Um, like, what would it be? I was like, okay, well, is this like, is this just Haley and I? Is this our family? Is this a friendcation? Is it our family? Like, like Mike's my family growing up. Like, what what type of vacation are we talking about? Who are, who are we going with? And my younger sister's like, what are you talking about? No, just answer the question. <laughs> but, like, I do. I have all these different answers, yeah. like, depending on the scenario. I'm like, no, this changes things. Like, and then my mom asked me, or asked us all, like, uh, what would be your favorite dessert for Christmas time? And I was like, well, are you talking about this? Do you mean that? Like, what? And my sister again was like, stop it. Just what's your favorite dessert? Is it? It's like, well, it, it depends. Wintertime, summertime. Um, depends if there's a specific holiday that I'm feeling nostalgic around. Mm -hmm. Like, it just, I don't know. My yeah. answers change. It's funny how we have because I totally do the same thing. Like, there's no such thing as a favorite dot, dot, dot for me. Like, yeah. it's always like, well, this is my favorite in this season or this category, whatever yeah. it might be. So, Well, and then I go through random seasons where I love, like, one thing a lot. Hmm. And then it's like, oh, yeah. You know, like, I love corn dogs, like, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, and I feel like it changes so much the diff right now. I was like, this is my favorite thing. I, I would probably be sick of it in, like, a few months. I don't know. I like a rotation of things. I'm also, like, not a super... So whoever knows me super well might laugh at this. I'm not sure. I feel like I'm not a super picky eater. Like, I like a lot of foods. Mm -hmm. But I, I have become, like, more picky about what I choose to eat. And yeah. But part of that has been in a place where I'm just learning to live a wholly balanced life. Like, wholly as in the whole of me, but also wholly as in... Maybe I should say a holy, holy balanced life, like a holiness aspect to it where I really do want to think about the things I'm putting into my temple and what, what it is God has for me and not like using and abusing food. So to actually be able to answer that question without a like, oh, I've been thinking about this forever. It's actually like really powerful. There are like lots of beautiful things about so many good foods that are actually tied to memories, which is mm -hmm. why I think some of them are... I don't know, like, I never want pre-packaged, like, little Debbie's anything anymore until I went to Texas for my grandpa's memorial service, and I opened their kitchen pantry. There's something about the smell of that thing. I literally shot my big sister in there. <laughs> big sister, older sister. I still call my sisters big and little, by the way. My little sister is 28, almost. And about to almost have a baby, so she's really not little. Wait, but, do, is that public? Are you allowed to say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. He announced it, babe. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's close. Well, you didn't have to publish this. It's 
currently. It's not like we're live right now. That's well. We could edit it out. That's true. This is awkward. Anyways, um, but they have like these little Debbie snacks in there. That I'm like, just because I'm here, I want to open one of those. <laughs> like, yeah, because it's connected to yeah. these memories and things. So I did right, love an oatmeal pie growing up. Oh, yeah. you're an oatmeal pie person. Oh, I was. Okay. Yes. So a box of those for your 32nd birthday. No, please don't do that. <laughs> just joking. Um, because you're going to give me 32 boxes. <laughs> no, so. that was just your 30th. It took me On your 40th birthday, however, I might get you 40 boxes of okay. oatmeal. Um, no, okay, let's end, let's end with this. So we love travel mm-hmm. very much. Yeah. I don't want to say too much because that seems rude to us, but very much. Um <laughs> So, favorite food item you've had in England? Oh, okay. Because in Italy, you've already answered this. You said it was either the pizza outside of the Pantheon or it was the uh, lasagna at the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So, or soupli. No. Ooh, soupli is super good. Soupli is delicious. Um, but what was your favorite thing you've had in England? I feel like when I was there, you were there a lot longer during that stint when we were training yeah. and you did the, the internship um, season there. But um, I feel like I only have a few meals in my memory for England. Hmm. So you might have more. But we were also staying with family, a family, so we ate there. Yeah, we at their house quite a bit. I think I made a lasagna from zucchini one night for Joy. And she was like, ew. I'm not eating this. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joy. You're probably never going to listen to this. Um, yeah, she's probably not. <laughs> I think the fish and chips we had were really good, if I remember correctly. The one outside Trafalgar Square? Prob- probably. That's the one that came to mind. Those fish yes, and chips. Yes, There was another time we went like we with tried Tim another one. Mm-hmm. to that small, like yes. literally it was like short. Yeah. It was, uh, he had a duck down i think to get in the front door because he's like six five or something but i can't remember what we ate there i i didn't remember was that another fish and chips or I no maybe i genuinely that don't also remember. could have been just remember um, that little pub a samosa place maybe and then um, we went to the indian restaurant or the sikh restaurant after church that one day mm-hmm. um kebabs yeah good kebabs but yeah, the fish and chips outside of Trafalgar Square was one that really, really good. I went with Steli and the Andreas to Wagga <laughs> Wagga Mama. Is that what it was called? I think that was good. I mostly remember laughing a lot and really loud. I like remember people you telling me about that. You we're guys moving got away out from us so much. That yeah. Day. I also, I, I mostly, I remember having lots of tea, mm. like Steli and I sat for hours one time at this place and just had tea. Um, she met me at the borough market mm-hmm. and I remember we got like random things. Like I got, I think I, I was maybe there more than once and ate like a, maybe that's the other place I got fish and chips. Mm. Was um, that down by the river? Mm-hmm. Is that where the market was? Um, but it's kind of like under a bridge. It's the one that Phil goes to in uh, somebody, oh, somebody. You've Phil. been to that one? I yeah, went to the Burrow Market. Oh yeah, man, yeah, that's one of the best hot chocolates I've ever had. Oh, um, we gotta go back. Oh, I, oh, I miss England. I miss so many other places. I miss so. the places we haven't been to yet. <laughs> Me too. Like Lisbon and Copenhagen and and Barcelona. And I miss all yes. the food that Phil's eating. Um, <laughs> we just live vicariously yeah. through Phil. Phil, if you're listening <laughs> to this, <laughs> this Maybe is like our fourth shout out. He'll actually. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I do nothing. Probably. Yeah, do nothing. If you come to Grand Rapids, Phil Rosenthal, <laughs> we'd love to take you around. Anyway, dude, someday if you show up at my front door, I'm gonna pee my pants. <laughs> I would lose my, I would lose my mind. Um, uh, we're, yeah. we're your fans, Phil. <laughs> um, gosh, I don't know. I honestly, I don't remember often like a lot about like the how many meals I ate because I was yeah. there quite. a Quite a while. 
remember buying bananas or something at a stand. Are, were the bananas just spectacular? Or? Well, maybe I didn't buy a banana. <laughs> I just remember him yelling, big bowl of bananas. <laughs> one pound, one pound, big bowl of bananas. One pound, one pound for a big bowl of bananas. Like over and over and over again. That's hilarious. But I can't, I can't even do it right. It was like a rhythm the way he was doing oh, it. Like, so it was like stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. Almost, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, are so we probably fish and chips. Sleepy silly. Should we? Should, oh should my! We, uh, I think we yeah. Wrap this up. <laughs> At least we have the sleepy sillies instead of the sleepy screams. What did? Oh, we didn't do an Athelia quote. Yeah, we did. She. There was one I was thinking of earlier today. I was like, this was funny. Shucks, I don't remember what it was. Well, this week she did her... We have some friends whose last name is Hernandez. Oh, yeah. And Lacey is her two-year-old friend. And she said Lacey's last name is Hernandez. And her mom's last name is Hernandez. And her dad's last name is His Nandez. (laughs) Which we thought was hilarious and rather brilliant for a three-year-old. So... His Nandez. Hernandez, Hernandez, and his Nandez. <laughs> and then so, when I laughed, she kept saying it. I don't know if I told you that. I think you did. Yeah, she's been on, uh, once she figures out what makes us laugh, she'll just keep doing it. And then she'll wait for you to laugh. Yep. It's adorable. Oh, but, that was a good one. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Hope you had fun as I much as we so. did. We enjoyed it. It, it was, was good. fun for so, me. Uh, we, I talked the whole time. Like, you didn't even yeah. tell me your favorite childhood food besides pizza rolls. I shared pizza rolls. I shared playing cardboard computers and chasing no, down bad guys. That, and yeah, I shared, like, like, yeah, I shared food and Trafalgar Square and fish and chips. And hey, What was another favorite food when you were little? Favorite food when I was little? Oh, uh, uh, what were they called? Um, not... Not I were they just ice pops? I loved in summer the grape. Um, that is disgusting. Ice pop that you usually had to use scissors. Yeah, you cut it's off like the an top. icy pop, right? Is it an icy pop? Okay, grape flavored ice pops. Oh, gross! Up there, those are so good. Um, I like me an ice pop, just not the grape ones. Yeah, um, yeah, you didn't like grape flavored things. I love. It's diamond tap and Tylenol, man. Yeah, jacked it's up delicious. my taste buds. Mm-mm. Gratefully, Tylenol is like... Yeah, I used Mom, to drink it. Uh, uh, I have no, a cough can. I used to. <laughs> and I don't know when it changed, but maybe I like faked it so much that by the time... I don't know. I used to love me some... <laughs> some grapefruit Tylenol. Some Diamond Tap. That's so good. <laughs> need some Diamond Tap. <laughs> No wonder Athelia does it. Yeah, it's I true. get it now. Yeah. Mom, I have a cough. <laughs> I have a cough. I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. No, honestly, other childhood foods, like, I, I just remember my mom's cooking, um, which she didn't love to cook, so it's like meatloaf <laughs> and spaghetti. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. So this is one. I say childhood. Like, high school doesn't quite feel like childhood. Like, I don't know. Not that I was an adult then because I was very immature, but um, tri-tip. When my dad would grill mm. tri-tip and we'd eat out on the back patio, mm, that was delicious. That was so good. Um, How he would many actually use Chaka's mm, sauce. Oh. It was literally called Chaka's mm, sauce. And you marinate it overnight. Mm sauce. So okay, good. so how many pounds of tri-tip with Chaka's mm sauce do you think you have consumed? In my life? Yes. Oh, I mean... At least your weight and no, tri-tip. no, like tri-tip was relatively no, expensive. No, at least twice as much. Oh, no. um, I mean, I would legitimately guess we had it maybe three times a year, and each time, I mean, don't get me wrong, each time I'd probably gorge myself on some tri-tip. So we're talking a, a, a healthy, a healthy pound and a half, if not oh two pounds. Oh my word. Um. I would think. I don't know. Maybe. So six pounds a year for how many years? Oh, only man. like five. So 30 pounds of tri-tip in my life. No, that was just like back-to-back years. We've had tri-tip since we've been married, and we've had it with your family. So add I another 10 I, pounds. Yeah, I don't know that I've had it that many times. 40 pounds of tri-tip, baby. Maybe. I mean, that feels... That's excessive. feels like I'm stretching. I 40. actually feel like you're I think, minimizing. I think it might be 25. 
Well, we'll always, I'll say I've seen 20. the way you eat. It's probably closer to 40. Okay, let's. Okay, I'm good with 40. I'm good with 40. Saying I've consumed really 40 pounds of dry food in my life, that's not a bad thing. Just, mm. It was so good. Um, but I don't remember like a lot of like childhood things, like other than pizza rolls. My mom tells me that when I was going through like my growth spurt, like in like late, middle, early high school, um, that. Uh, I would be hungry like an hour after dinner and then I'd eat. She would buy dollar hungry man frozen dinners <laughs> and she'd be like, go get a frozen dinner. Like just eat that up and eat that. Cause she got tired of me eating right after we we're done eating. So, um, but I don't remember like liking those. That was just for sustenance. So <laughs> yeah, I was a grown boy. Uh, if Hagen's already eating as much as he's eating, we have a we lot to look trouble. forward to. Um, okay, your favorite thing that you eat in South Africa, and then we'll be done. Not sure I remember a single meal in South Africa. The braai? Didn't we go to a... The braai? That, isn't that what they call uh, barbecues? Didn't we go to one? So, you're talking about in the community where Jonathan and Julia were serving? No. Well, yeah. maybe. I don't know. I mean, we went to the one, um, the celebration, but. <gasps> no, I don't that think, was but in Swaziland. My bad. Oh, okay. Um, like, I remember two outdoor restaurants that mm-hmm. we went to with them, but I don't remember the food at all. Mm, me either. <laughs> I do remember. I remember going to a cafe with Juliet and getting. Yeah, that we was got some... Fruit and yogurt parfaits at one. Mm the, an outdoor one that we went to. And then we went to Shelly's more than once. That We have a picture outside of Shelly's, like in front of the waters. Okay. The place where Juliet oh, and I found yep. that shark yep. on the shore. Yep. And I remember getting like lattes there with something that was probably really good. Probably. Interesting. I do want to try Cape Town. I've heard good things about Cape Town. Yeah. All right. We'll wrap it up. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Feel free to share a memory with us. I don't know how you'll contact us. I really don't get cool. how this works. But <laughs> we have an email we and have an, an email Instagram. And an so. Instagram. <laughs> you could share a fun memory with us. That would actually be really cool. It would be. All right. So, Zellens, we know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Just call them out. Oh, okay. Right. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. If, if you made it this far. I hope you laughed. Good. good for you. Good for you. Have a good night. You survived. You won. Uh, Nothing. Uh, another episode next time. Okay. All right, bye. See ya.